The text for today's sermon is taken from 2 Kings chapter number 4. Going to be reading verses 8, I believe, to 19. Um, I would read to your hearing and you'll be wise to pay attention because God has rich reward for every one of us. Can you say amen? Second Kings chapter number 4 from verse 8 from the message translation of the Bible. And here begins the reading of God's word. One day Elisha passed through Shunem. A leading lady of the town talked him into stopping for a meal. He didn't ask for a meal. A leading lady of the town talked him to stopping for a meal and then it became his custom. Whenever he passed through, he stopped by for a meal. I am certain, said the woman to her husband, that this man who stops by with us all the time is a holy man of God. Why don't we add, add on a small room upstairs and furnish it with a bed and a desk, chair and lamp so that when he comes by, he can stay with us. And so it happened that the next time Elisha came by, he went to the room and lay down for a nap. It's nice. Verse 12. Then he said to his servant Gehazi, after he had enjoyed the abundant hospitality that they didn't have to do, then he said to his servant Gehazi, tell the Shunammite woman I want to see her. He called her and she came to him. Though through Gehazi, Elisha said, listen, you have gone far beyond the call of duty in taking care of us. What can we do for you? I'll take that again. Through Gehazi, Elisha said, you have gone far beyond the call of duty in taking care of us. What can we do for you? Do you have a request we can bring to the king or to the commander of the army? She replied, nothing. I am secure and satisfied in my family. Verse 14. And so, then Elisha conferred with Gehazi. He called a meeting. There's got to be something we can do for her. The question is, but what? And then Gehazi said, well, she has no son. And her husband is an old man. Hmm. Gehazi, Gehazi, well done. Elisha said then, call her in. He called her and the woman stood at the open door. She didn't even come in. I want you to remember, she didn't even come in. Verse 16, Elisha said to her, this time next year, you are going to be nursing an infant son. And she replied, say, oh, my master, holy man, oh, holy man, she said, don't play games with me, teasing me with such fantasies. Verse 17, the woman conceived, full stop. A year later, just as Elisha had said, she had a son. Somebody say amen. My concern is with verse 23a. The Bible says that through Gehazi, Elisha said, 
to the woman, you have gone far beyond the call of duty in taking care of us. What can we do for you? This morning, Grace Assembly, I bring you a very present word from God entitled, Far Beyond the Call of Duty. Far beyond the call of duty. This story this morning before I pray lays out for you and I the dynamics for extra special rewards. There is reward. There is rich reward. There is extra special reward. This story is not a story you should amble by and pay no attention. It lays out for us the dynamics to become qualified for extra special rewards. Rewards unsolicited. Rewards you don't even know is possible. The reward you don't even contend for. It was Elisha that was contending with Gehazi for the reward the woman did not even care about. But the reward that made the difference. Father, I want to thank you this morning. For those you love, you speak to. I pray Holy Spirit that you open our hearts. That none will be here insisting on doing things their own way, their own style. But be open to the prompting of God that our lives may become really the testimonial and the signature of the faithfulness of God. That people beholding this kind of extra special reward will turn their hearts to God and your name will be glorified. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. This morning, the Lord is trying to catch our attention on a subject uh, far beyond the call of duty. Up on the screen, you see me capture that scripture. The Bible says in verse 23 of the Message Bible, through Gehazi, Elisha said, You, amongst all the women, you, Amongst all the people that know us, you, amongst all the people we have ministered to, you are the only one that you've gone far beyond the call of duty. Guess what? What can we do for you? She did not even answer. And God was so insistent on blessing the woman, there was a conference, the Bible says they conferred together to look for what else can be added to that woman's life to make her her life a song and a beautiful ending and my prayer today is your life may be good thank god for that things may be going but there must be something god can add this morning you will connect with that thing and the lord will make your life a song and a dance in the name of the lord jesus christ as a matter of fact, if you know that you can hear me and you feel that you have gone beyond the call of duty, and I know some people who have, and you know that you qualify for this kind of extra special rewards, uh, I give you the permission to answer the question, what can God do for you? Just bow your head and talk to God. If you are confident that you have gone beyond the call of duty, don't wait for somebody to answer for you. The question the heaven is asking concerning some special people, what can God do for you more than you already have, more than you already know?
And so shall it be in Jesus' name. I said, so shall it be in Jesus' name. Some people are writing an essay. I say, just answer the question. Some people are writing an essay. No, just answer the question. This, that, full stop. Now, back to my text. 2 Kings uh, 4 and verse 14, the Message Bible. It says, Elisha conferred with Gehazi. There's got to be something. Even for the rich man, there's got to be something. Even for the one that has children, there's got to be something. Even the ones that have grandparents, there's got to be something. Today, I'm here to address that extra something that many people have said, it doesn't matter. Maybe I will not have it. Just like the woman in our text. There's got to be something we can do for her. There's got to be something that God can do for Grace Assembly. There's got to be something God can do for Nigeria. Because on Saturday is June 12th, Democracy Day. And all hell looks like it's going to break through, break loose. But there's got to be something God can do for us. That this country will not ignite and burn to the ground. That's why we're serving God. There has to be a conference about Nigeria. There has to be a conference about my family. There has to be a celestial conference about Grace Assembly. And that's what happened. Two holy people had a, an unprovoked uh, conference about a woman who acted like she needed nothing. Listen, sometimes some people swag too much when they come to church. You act like you got it all together. But the man of God said, and I'm echoing that word, there's got to be something that can be done for you. The question is, but what? Gehazi answered and said, well, she has no son. Supposing he didn't know, what would have been the answer? And, and her husband is even an old man. You know what that means? It means her problem was also compounded with a seeming impossibility of the fact that her husband couldn't even perform anymore. There's got to be something that can be done for you, but there are situations that compound the problem and make it seem like a like an impossibility. We heard the testimony of a young lady, uh, and her husband disappeared, went to America, and became somebody else for six years. Anybody that has seen her go through this thing for six years and say, "Back there, start all over again with two sons," but the God that we serve, somebody help me celebrate him, is a God to whom nothing shall be impossible. When they said there was a casting now, this is when the girl is driving a correct car. When people don't have money, that is when she's changing her wardrobe. That is when she's getting a car. When people are managing their lives. Listen, never let the situation of people around you determine how you see God. If she were to ask people that, eh, what can happen? Eh, maybe the man can make you a second wife. Maybe he can make you a third wife. Maybe you, you'll be begging him. Maybe you'll be, no, no, no. The guy came begging. The guy, guy came spending money, buying things and all that. So please don't look at me like that. It doesn't matter what the situation is. I would choose to see God as God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what we can think or ask to him alone be glory in the church now and forevermore. Can I hear a good Amen. Stop telling people your problem is compounded. Elisha said she needs a son, but her, her situation is very bad. 
The man can't even perform. He's too old. Meaning the time that you should have come to bless her is over. But who are you to tell God that it is over? Lazarus, your friend is dead. He didn't go. Four days later, when he should be smelling, in fact, he was smelling, and they said, forget it. It's too late. Help me look at your neighbor and say, don't tell me it's too late. God is able and he's going to do it in my life. There's got to be something. Let me ask on this side. Is there something God needs to do for you? Isn't there something that you need to be done at this time of your life? By the time your husband is getting old, it's a problem. By the time he's too old, it looks like a dead situation. I'm not talking about God who needs things to line up before he can demonstrate what he wants to do. I'm talking about God that there's nothing called impossible with him. Elisha did not back off. He said she has no son. She's past menopause anyway. And her husband is probably almost 80. Nothing, nothing again. But Elisha. Elisha, the man of God. Who looks at situations with the eyes of Jehovah. Not according to the postulations and, uh, and, and, and the predictions of men. He said no problem. About this time next year. Somebody, that thing you asked God this morning about this time next year, it's going to be settled in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Some of you are saying amen as if you don't know me. You heard the testimony of how I walked into the hall and some people were doing decorations and I said, well, what are you doing? Oh, you're still here. You know what? God is going to bless you. And the testimony happened. Against all odds, I'll try you again. I said, whatever needs to be done for you that you mentioned about this time next year is going to be settled in the name of Jesus. You know, the thing about people is you don't understand. The vessel is nothing like the owner of the vessel. The person you are seeing is just the vessel. The owner of this vessel is, you can't even compare the vessel to the owner of the vessel. That's what happened in first samuel hannah went to the house of the lord and her situation was so bad they had started laughing at her and she was praying so much groaning her mouth was moving no sound and eli the vessel came and said you must be drunk and some people take offense so quickly if she had taken offense she'll have gotten up and went out he said my lord i'm not drunk there's something that needs to be done for me that my heart is heavy. You know what he said? He didn't ask her what it is. He said, this time next year, you're going to have what it is. God has answered you. He didn't even ask what it was. He said, God has answered you. I'm going to try you once again. Is there not something that God should do for you? Don't look at your age. Don't look at how long it is. Don't look at how You've never seen it happen. Don't look at you. No, 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 no. The question is, isn't there something? Somebody said, anything God cannot do does not exist. If whatever you're asking for can exist, I release the word of God. As the vessel of the Lord, just like Elisha, this time next year is going to be done in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
is going to start now by the this time next year it is signed sealed and delivered in the name of the lord jesus christ as a reward glory to god it says her problem is compounded by the fact not the supposition that her husband cannot even perform she herself was not a young person she was past menopause she beat the pause now pause and if you press pause a second time what happened you unpause it made the hand of the lord whatever was paused that is supposed to be moving in your life let it be unpaused today in the name of the lord jesus christ but elisha she did not even answer she said i don't have any need Gehazi said it's bad she has no son those days to have no son is a terrible situation and to compound the problem the husband is too old can't perform anymore but elisha did not back off elisha was so so bent on rewarding this woman oh may heaven be so so bent on rewarding you and i and so it is in the name of the lord jesus christ you know it is one thing for heaven to want to reward somebody that is easy to be rewarded this matter was very bad but heaven was so so bent on doing it it didn't matter i want to prophesy to someone whatever you thought stands against you will not matter in this matter as heaven was so bent on rewarding this woman whether she was whether it was menopause or the husband was now sterile or was now unable did not matter so must it be that whatever you thought disqualifies you will not matter in the name of the lord jesus christ you are coming to a rich reward in the name of the lord jesus christ elisha laid on the bed opened the window had a glass a cup of coffee and looked at his life and said nobody has gone further than the call of duty a lot of people will do the minimum and once they do the minimum they start to do a song and they dance as if they're not people that go far beyond the call of duty can i tell you something he didn't say this when she invited him for lunch bible says she compelled him to eat this didn't happen Many times you pass. You will. No, no, nothing happened. When they built the room, they showed him the room, nothing happened. It was after he slept. Who may we not join people who say, I don't do. You wonder, I don't do, don't do. Beyond the call of duty <laughs> goes beyond what you're talking about. Some people gave him lunch. And they say it's enough. No, 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 no. When she went to her husband and said, let's make a room for him. Thank God the man who couldn't perform anymore did not say, don't do it. There are some men, your wife want to say, do something for a church or something, you say, don't do it. The man, Nainofi, perform. It's, it's good for him to keep quiet. They built it. Nothing happened until the man slept in the room. I pray that you won't stop before her. Something she did broke the dam. What should have stood against her? It didn't matter. Heaven cancelled everything that was wrong. Elijah was so so bent. He didn't even say, but I ask you, you said nothing. 
Do you know that in some listen, if you just do your duty, you can answer the foolishly the way the woman answered. Maybe not foolishly because she was used to her problem. My sister, princess, you're on my mind. You said you're managing. You will not manage anymore. I see you on Sunday. I see you on Wednesday. I have prayed for you before, but I want people to know you will not manage this situation anymore. She answered. That doesn't matter. That answer should have been taken and recorded. But you said nothing. You know, you have said some foolish things. This is a time heaven will cancel the foolish things and still bless you. Who is that person? Heaven will cancel the foolish thing I said and still bless you. She said nothing. He said, should I speak to the king? Should I speak to the commander? He said nothing. He said, I am fine. You are fine. You win, you don't get son. In those days, it's not like now. It's not like now. A son was a big deal. Forget it. You say you are fine, uh-huh, but you don't have a son. There are some things you don't have that will cancel out what you have. That's why I say, is there not something that should be done for her? He said, it doesn't matter. She said, nonsense. He said, this time next year, you will see something. Somebody, you will hold something. You will carry something. You will possess something. You will embrace something in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Elisha was so bent on rewarding this woman. This woman went beyond the call of duty. Let me read it to you. In verse 16, Elisha said to her, he didn't even refer to her answer that I don't want anything. This woman did not even enter the door. I I think that was a bit of a bad attitude because they had called her to say, what do you want? She said nothing. So she left. They said, go and call her. It's like, haven't I told you? So she stood by the door. You see, attitude. If you don't go far beyond the call of duty, your attitude can disqualify you. The Bible registers is you stood at the door. How can the man of God call you? You stand at the door. Meaning say what you want to say. And let me go. He discounted us. You see, I want to beg of you. You have been doing something. Go beyond the call of duty. So that something you did, knowingly or knowingly, will not disqualify you. Who said word that God bless you? Elisha said to her, verse 16, This time next year, whether you say you don't need anything or not, whether you have bad attitude or not, what you have already done, is so far, so much more than any nonsense you have done, it will still not disqualify you. There's something about people that go far beyond the call of duty. He said to her, this time next year, you are going to be nursing, not a child, an infant son. Specific. Listen to what she said. Oh, my master. Oh, holy man. She said, don't play games with me. That confirms what I'm saying that she stood by the door. Let Just say what I want to say. Let me go. Don't play games with me. Teasing me with such fantasies. Let me have your attention. For a woman to say having a child is a fantasy. Means that the problem don't pass. Be careful. When you call something fantasy, it means that in 10 lifetimes, it cannot happen. He said, don't tease me. That's why I'm standing by the door. 
Just enjoy and go. Listen, heaven does not allow people who go far beyond the call of duty to go empty-handed. I want to prophesy to somebody, you are going home loaded with benefits in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As long as you are going far beyond the call of duty. She called it a fantasy. That sounds like an insult. I'm praying for you. You say it's a fantasy. But he took no offense. Somebody say far beyond the call of duty. You know, today people do a little thing and they start feeling all good about themselves, start patting themselves on the back. But any good that you do is good, but it takes one bad attitude that can disqualify it. And do you know what? All of us have bad attitudes. All of us say the wrong thing sometimes. Negative confession. Whatever it is. So, the antidote to your humanity should be like, learn from this man. Go far beyond the call of duty so that nothing you do will disqualify you. There is a place in your relationship with the Lord that nothing. Heaven is just decided. Nanny, honey, how, honey, how. Rob by fire, by force. This person must have a rich reward. That's what happened to this one. Look at the nonsense he says. He says, don't play games with me. Imagine in the middle of the service, somebody walks up here in front of all of you and says, don't play games with me. You know, some people will carry you, bundle you, bundle your car, throw it over the fence. That's what she said. Because you hear testimonies. You're hearing testimonies all the time. And she says she calls it such fantasy. You know what a fantasy is? What other people have, you don't see yourself enjoying. I want to pray for somebody that anything you see anything you know that people are enjoying that you know but you don't talk about it you act like you don't notice it as long as it is good i want you to desire it today and the lord will grant it to you as a reward a rich reward against all odds without consulting with anybody well it doesn't matter what you did wrong god is going to still bless you because you are going to go far beyond the call of duty so i prophesied so it will come to pass in jesus mighty name I like that amen let me read the scripture again because my job is almost done this moment is very important don't leave church and you will start getting upset when you hear somebody embracing something that you called a fantasy too because you will know the person you will know their situation and it will come to pass Elisha said to her you said you don't want anything. You're standing by the door. You're thinking this is a joke. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. This time next year, you are going to be nursing an infant son. And she says, this such fantasies. The Bible says in the B-Pad, the woman conceived. A year later, the woman conceived. Read with me. The woman conceived full stop a year later just as elisha said she had a son i'm talking about an unexpected reward the word unexpected means you cannot even say you qualify you cannot even say you have any means of expecting this thing to happen it is out of your dictionary it is beyond your reach an unexpected reward I like the contemporary English version of verse 16. Listen and listen good. Don't let anybody disturb you. 
You see, this is your moment. If you made it to church today, I am, I'm already celebrating with you. You're not going home empty-handed in Jesus' name. Elisha said to her, next time at this time, listen, 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 you will be holding, I like the word, your own. Wait, wait, wait. The word your own means some people have it. I said some people have it. I said some people have it. He said you will be holding your own. Who's going to snatch it and say, I receive my own? Ah, you know, some people come to church. You see, it says you will be holding your own, and then it specified baby son. Thank God for people holding their own. Thank God for those that didn't share their own. Lift up your hand and say, I'm going to receive my own. He said, you'll be holding your own baby son in your arms. When I pray, I said, embrace what you're believing God for. What you think God can do for you, embrace. He said, you'll be holding to that position. Holding that spouse. Holding that twins. Holding that house. Holding. Oh, I don't know what you want. You'll be holding your own baby son in your arms. I'm talking about specific, fully loaded, rich reward. It was you, YBO, that you came here and you said there are cars and they're all kind of cars. You have this Lexus 570, but when you order it, just like my S-Class, it could be basic and it could be fully loaded. When heaven decides that in spite of your nonsense, I am going to reward you. They are never going to get the basic. It's going to be specifically fully loaded. Somebody shout a loaded amen. No, 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 no. That is not a loaded amen. A fully loaded amen. Specific, fully loaded, rich reward. Your own baby son. You are going to be holding that baby. Forget the fact that your husband cannot perform. This is more than him. This is beyond him. You say, forget what you don't have. It is going to be the doing of the Lord. It is going to be marvelous in our eyes. I tell people that if everything you have in life, you can explain it, you have not met Jehovah. I went somewhere yesterday. And God used it to remind me that you, you have been making me too small your eyes. I went there two weeks ago. I wanted to do a transaction. They gave me the figures. I said, yeah. But I, I need this thing. I have to. I started computing. I started computing. I said, ah, they don't have it. They will order it. They, 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 they called me. And I said, okay, I can't come. Then yesterday, I finally got there. They now brought it out. Then I said, I had packaged the money by fire, by force. It was now, they said, we don't understand it. The price has changed. Divided by eight. You want to buy something expensive that you have to, not that you want to. You're sweating. The price had divided by eight. They punched the computer. I said, oh, that day you came that we didn't have it. If you had bought it, this is the price you have bought it. So God delayed it. Divided by, I'm talking about serious amount of money. So I suddenly became richer times eight. 
So I stood there like this. He said, that's the way I reward. They were walking up and down, pressing the computer. Said, ah, the price has changed. Yesterday, the price was done. This morning, the price was on. So all of them gathered and be looking at me, sir. How? And God said, this is how I do my things. It's not about you gathering money. It's not about you knowing everybody. Somebody help me translate that. Look for the explanation. You cannot find it. Who is a candidate for that kind of miracle? Unsolicited rewards. Unexpected rewards. Specific and fully loaded rich rewards. The meals didn't provoke Elisha. Even though he appreciated the meals. But going far beyond the call of duty was what broke the dam. Too many people, God said, I should warn you. Too many people stop just because they have done something or they've done some things. But you have not gone far beyond the call of duty. So some things can stand against you. There's everything this woman did. Nothing stood against her. Some people say, God is it. And because they, no, there is a place that nothing will stand against you. Jacob, I have loved. Esau, I have hated. Nothing is going to change it. Particularly if you go beyond the call of duty. Some people say, I beg, I never try. But help me tell them, but you still need to go beyond the call of duty. Some people say, waiting self, I don't do past other people. But help me look at somebody and tell them, you still need to go beyond the call of duty. The woman with the alabaster box went far beyond the call of duty. And she ended up with an extra special reward. All the things she did wrong could not disqualify her. A lack of process, a lack of protocol was overlooked. She got an all-time memorial. Bring up the scripture for me. It's Luke 7. I'm going to read verse 44 to 46. And every time you look, you see the word B-U-T, I want you to say it loud because it breaks this part from this part. Watch this. Verse 44, it says, then Jesus turned to the woman and said to Simon, he turned to the woman, which means he was backing Simon, may heaven face us and not back us in Jesus' name. The person that brought the meal, and I said the meal is good, but it is not far beyond the call of duty. It was Simon that brought the meal, the Lord backed him. The woman that went far beyond the call of duty, the Lord faced her. Turn to the woman. Turning away from Simon. May the Lord not turn away from us. And turned to the woman and said, Do you see this woman? As if he is blind. Some things you do, when you say I've done enough, is what blinds you. Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. I'll try you again. You, do you see this woman? I entered your house, Simon, and you gave me no water for my feet. But she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. Simon, you gave me no kiss. 
This woman has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil. But this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. You did something, but you didn't do enough. In fact, you didn't do what really mattered. It is those that endure to the end that will be saved. You did something and you said because you did something, heaven should fall. No, sir, it doesn't work like that. Simon, I will eat your food, but you're not getting any memorial. The memorial was an unexpected reward. It was unsolicited. She didn't ask for anything. The same way the woman who went far beyond the call of duty didn't ask for anything. Can I tell you something? If you want to know the Lord, there is a place you get to with the Lord. He will read your heart. He will read your situation. He will bless you. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks. And that place, we're going to get there in this season in the mighty name of Jesus. What kind of amen is that? Say amen and amen. In Matthew 26 and verse 13, this is the all-time memorial. Jesus said, Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done. It's not that Simon didn't do anything. Why do you want to stop at something that is not going to give you what you need? Simon did something, but it is what this woman has done which has gone far beyond the call of duty that this gospel will be preached that this what this woman has done must be told as a memorial to her i close unexpected rewards extra special rewards totally unsolicited reward in a place where nothing can even stop it because heaven is determined so bent on blessing you and these ones will be yours as you go far beyond the call of duty. Amen. And I ask you to stand to your feet. What you did this morning to me, you went far beyond the call of duty. The church didn't buy this outfit for you. We only have robes. I don't know where you funded it. I don't know how you got crazy Nigerian um, tailors who would never do things on time to do it for you. But here you are. I am the senior pastor. I know nothing about it. I'm just, I've seen everything myself. You sang the song. You would normally stand here. And that's good. But today... You went beyond the call of duty. You did something you had never done before. You were dancing. You were demonstrating. You went all the way. And people were looking at you and they didn't join you. You notice what I did? I joined you. Anytime you see somebody who goes beyond the call of duty, that is the person you should be following. Lift up your hand to God. The extra special blessing that you cannot be made, you cannot be disqualified from. It is something heaven has decided by fire, by force. It is going to be your portion. I want you to pray. Say, Lord, I will not miss it. Pray. Say, Lord, open my understanding 
not to not to begin to posture because I've done some things or something. Help me to go far beyond the call of duty. Help me to learn from the choir and from this message. Help me meet it because even the reward still miss the reward unless the place of far beyond the call of things allowed to stand in your way. One was not allowed to stand in the way. The road, the, the, they said to untie him and let him go. Nothing was allowed to hold Lazarus back. Father, our portion, help us to move forward. Anybody that you have not been serving well anymore. Anybody that you've taken a back seat, the devil has fooled you. This is a time to get your serving God on. Don't join people that say, I have done enough. Go far. It didn't say beyond the call of duty. Far beyond the call of duty. Elijah said, you have gone far beyond the call of duty. What can we do for you? Meaning that what we want to do for you, nobody not even you can stop it father this revelation will not stop our revelation it will bring us to the place of realization and it will take us to the place of the reality being our own reality in this time of our life in the name of the Lord Jesus father we thank you and we give you praise we give you glory and adoration in Jesus name we have prayed if you have been blessed this morning help me celebrate the Lord The place where nothing can stand against you. My heart overflows with the revelation of God that he gives me these days. There's a place. Nothing can stand against you. Heaven has decided. They took a conference to know what she needs. Cancelled whatever this time next year you will in spite of everything Go far beyond the call of duty in your worship. You're greater and bigger than what people say. You're so large hearted to those who love you. Oh, <laughs> 
when she now says you will embrace your own baby and knowing all that she said knowing all that she did when it happened imagine how humbled she will have been the reason why some of us worship God the way we worship God is we know what we have done wrong we know what we have said wrong and God still blesses us that's what happened to David that's why David always went beyond the call of duty. Every man was thinking about their own safety when Goliath, for 40 days, I think, was talking nonsense about the armies of the living God. That's why it takes a man who knows God to say, what, how can you let this monster leave? He went before, beyond the call of duty. And Saul, who stayed on doing the duty, he took the throne from Saul and gave it to David. May we not join people ah, who say, I have done enough. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Build him a room. Make it comfortable. Somebody will have said, but when he's not around, the room will be filled with dust. It's not your business. Is enough that he comes once in a while. Don't join people to do minimum for God. It's a sacrilege. God notices. I see people of Grace Assembly going to another level of relationship with the Lord. People, people get to know God from your life. They'll see how great God is. Bigger than what they see. Bigger than what they know. Bigger than your mistakes. Bigger than your struggles. Bigger than everything. Father, thank you for the grace to go far beyond the ordinary call of duty. The rest is in your hands. We give you praise and glory. Blessed be the name of our Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You, you may be seated. <laughs>